0: Welcome to Saturday Night Live. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Olivia. You can call me Liv, you can call me Olivia, whatever works for you, and I'm going to be fully transparent. I just recorded for 10 minutes straight, and it was so good and inspirational, and I realized I didn't have my microphone plugged in, and I had just been talking into nothing, so that's really upsetting. (laughs) But it's fine. It's totally fine. Maybe I was rambling too much. Maybe that's the kind of stuff that I wasn't supposed to be talking about anyway. Um, but on today's episode, I wanted to talk about personal growth and development because during this pandemic, you know, we're all quarantined. We're maybe snacking a little more than we would. We're not getting our exercise in. We're not socializing. We're not getting out to the world. We're not seeing our friends. We might not be with our tribe. You know what I mean? Whatever it is. And By tribe, I just mean like your group of friends, the people you're usually around and you surround yourself with your community. Um, We don't have a lot of like the basic needs that are usually met for us. And that can lead to a lot of like anxiety and depression and loneliness. And, um, you know, a bad diet, it can make you feel sick all the time. All the things that kind of lead to anxiety and depression are happening during this pandemic, at least in my life. And so I wanted to talk about personal growth and development and things that are just making me feel better during this quarantine, how I'm dealing with um, feeling anxious and depressed, how I'm dealing with feeling sometimes like maybe I don't have a future. I don't have a plan for my life. I'm feeling lost. I feel like I'm on a journey that has no end or no end in sight, no, no real goal whatever it is I want to take you guys through practices that I do every single day to make sure that I'm staying on track and keeping a healthy mindset and lifestyle and you know there are days a lot of days and weeks where I have felt like I didn't know what I was doing and I just let myself go like I I have eaten whatever I wanted I had donuts and cookies and Chick-fil-a and canes like I've been eating so bad and then i about a month ago I had to move out of my apartment in New York and I had to move back home to my parents house in Ohio and that was where my depression or depressive feelings really started kicking in you know because before that I was like well I still have my apartment in New York like I'm technically a still new I'm still a New Yorker like I have my own place like my stuff is there that's my place but then once I moved out and I had to move home I was like oh shit I'm not the girl that like, is cool and has a place in new york but like it just happens to be quarantined in ohio like no bitch you live in ohio now and my mom says things like the neighbor is like how have you how have your girls been And my mom's like well olivia had to move home like doesn't have a job living on our couch and i'm like mom do you have to make it sound so horrible like you make it sound like the worst case like i feel like she could just say oh olivia lives in new york city And she's just home in quarantine right now. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to make it sound like I'm like a bum living on your couch. Like, I have a bedroom. (laughs) I don't live in the basement. I'm not on the couch. Anyway. um, But so things like that have been a bit depressing because moving back home to your parents out and I also by the way I turn 25 next week so I I did not envision my life at 25 to look like this it's funny like when I look back in high school I really thought by 25 I'd be engaged married and have at least one kid by like 25 or 26 that's just what I assumed and life throws curveballs at you and you just don't end up where you thought you would and I feel like in my heart I'm like 17 or 18 years old like that's my maturity level but you know we're working on it it's okay it's okay and you know during, and I feel like these days People don't get married till they're like 30 and they have kids by like 36. And so I'm fine with that timeline. I like that. (laughs) The closer I get to where I thought I'd be, I push it back like five, four years. (laughs) Anyway personal growth and development is what I wanted to talk about today so if you guys are anything like me quarantine has been a, a bit anxiety ridden I have weeks where I'm so on track I've been doing these workouts and I'm eating right and I wake up and I you know do my workout I shower I do my hair I do my makeup I get dressed I have a productive day and then I have days where I sleep until noon I eat canes for lunch and snack and dinner and I'm just depressed and, like, crying and laying around feeling like a big pudgeball. ball. <laughs> I've never said that word in my life. Where did that come from? Anyway, I do feel like a pudge ball a lot of the time. <laughs> Sounds like a good dessert. Um, anyway... I wanted to give you guys some tips on just how to get out of that funky feeling, how to get out of that depressive, anxious feeling where you're cooped up at home, the world is ending, nothing's right, nothing's working out for you, you know, you don't have a job, you're living in your parents' house, wherever you are in the world, I want you to know that you have control over your life, you have control over your destiny, and it's all going to be good. And the uh, so my number one tip and the one thing that's really helped me mentally get through these times is manifestation and the law of attraction those two things and i guess they're kind of one thing because the law of attraction is part of manifestation but that has helped me get through quarantine so much i have a youtuber that i watch her name is sam Curl. i hope i'm saying her name correctly o-z-k-u-r-a-l and she has a lot of older videos maybe like from three to five years ago about manifestation and the law of attraction and she's created this beautiful life for herself and I think I really look up to her because I think she's a few years older than me so maybe 28 so she's got a few years on me but she's like she's lived a life that I wanted to live and so she lived in New York for a while and then ended up um, applying for jobs and moving to LA and um, being a YouTuber or freelancer and doing all of these things that I have a very similar vision for in my own life and so If you guys are interested, I would really recommend watching her videos. But she talks a lot about manifestation and the law of attraction and like envisioning a dream life for yourself. And I think during quarantine, it's so easy to get caught up in the idea of being like feeling hopeless, you know, feeling like I'm stuck here and this is my life and there's no other way I can see it because I'm so deep into this dark hole right now of like not being able to leave my house, feeling stuck at home. I'm 25 years old and I live at home and I didn't want to be here and I didn't think I would be here. Whatever it is that you're feeling hopeless about manifestation and like vision boards and all of those sorts of things and the law of attraction allow you to take a step back and look at your life and say, I have control over this. I can create whatever life I want for myself, period. Like, I, you can, you can, you literally can. Like, if I decided tomorrow I wanna pick up, drive my car to California, you know, I mean, it's not gonna, it's gonna take a few days, but we could get there, you know, drive right up, go to an apartment building, lease an apartment. Like, I could do that. You have the power to do whatever you want. So, I just, I really encourage you guys to sit down during this quarantine and take a look at your life and say, is this what I want? And if it's not, guess what? You can change it. It's not the end of the world. You're not stuck in this circle that you might be living in. And it's funny in New York, I, I really did love it. And I was happy, but having to step out of being a nanny in my day-to-day routine and coming home and not having much to do, I've really been forced to reflect on my life because everyone's like, well, when are you going back to New York to nanny again? And I'm like, I mean, if I have the choice I don't want a nanny anymore necessarily. And it's, I love the family that I nannied for. I'm so, so grateful for them, but it's not, it was never my dream. You know, I didn't grow up or like envision myself being a nanny forever. And not that I even really have career goals right now or know exactly what I want to be doing. But um, I guess what I'm trying to say is like coronavirus and this pandemic has forced me to take a step back and look at my life and reevaluate what I really want. And so I encourage you guys, Maybe even just career wise, if you lost your job and you're frantically, you know, on LinkedIn searching for a new one and whatever it is, I really encourage you to take a step back and like change your vibration because the vibration you're giving off could be like desperado energy. And that isn't good for attracting anything positive into your life. So, you know, let's say I I lost my job nannying or I I can't nanny anymore right now because I'm not in New York and I'm quarantined in Ohio. So I'm on LinkedIn, like frantically applying for every single thing that I can and, and, um, you know, easy and apply, click, 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 every single thing that I could possibly find. I'm giving off a certain vibration and energy into each of those job postings. That's like desperate energy. It's just like when you're dating and you're, do you go into the date saying, um, Anna, and I really want to get married and I really want to have kids. And I'm just really hoping we can get engaged in one year and like, is that going to work for you? Like, Is that the way you want to approach a first date? Or do you want to go into it being like, whatever's meant to be, will be. There's no pressure on this. If it works out, it works out. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And whatever's meant to happen, the universe will make it happen. Period. Like, I just think the energy that you give off going into certain situations is so, so, so important, especially in terms of manifestation. So one thing that I've been trying to manifest is possibly moving to California or to L.A. And that was kind of a far off dream for me. But now with manifestation and doing these certain exercises Ooh, sorry i had to burp um anyway i've just kind of come to realize that i do have more power over my life i'm kind of rambling on this now but if you guys want i really would recommend looking into manifestation techniques and the law of attraction and i can go more into that in a separate episode on specific things you could do and i actually have gone into that on other episodes um i've done a manifestation meditation you guys could go listen to um, and like a few episodes back, but anyway, I just want you guys to know if you're feeling kind of hopeless during this quarantine and depressed or anxious or whatever it is, I really encourage you to look into manifestation and the law of attraction and just at the very minimum realizing you have control over your life and there is hope. And if you feel stuck, you don't have to feel stuck anymore and it's all going to be okay. Um, so one technique that I have tried that I learned from Sam Ozcurl on YouTube is called the 17 second rule. And so it's basically like you just take 17 seconds out of your day and set a timer on your phone. You can literally be like, hey, Siri, set a timer for 17 seconds. And you take that time out of your day to go and envision Your dream life for yourself pick one thing that you want to think about and dream about it so hard for 17 seconds that you feel the happiness and you feel that warm fuzzy feeling when you feel so fulfilled and you've you know you've accomplished something that you've always wanted feel that for 17 seconds a day and it's bound to come true apparently I just started doing this literally yesterday um but it's a technique that's been spoken about by Abraham Hicks who's a big and I wouldn't call her I guess she's influential in the manifestation world I, I don't know exactly what her job title is but she's a huge influencer I guess you could say in the manifestation world and she has talked about the 17 second rule and she says to actually multiply it by four so do that 17 second rule four times a day I've actually been doing it all at one time so I do hey Siri set a timer for 68 seconds and I lit. oh she just did it okay Okay, okay, okay. Um, and I have her set a timer for 68 seconds and I lay there for 68 seconds. I lay down on the couch or in my bed or whatever. You can do this right before bed or right when you wake up. It's kind of fun to do it right when you wake up because you're kind of in that sleepy, dreamy state where it almost feels more real. And so I lay down and I just envision like this perfect life that I want that I think would make me so happy that almost seems a little bit too far off to even be real because it would just make me so happy and it, it seems too good to be true. And I into that for 68 seconds timer goes off and you move about your day and you don't have to even control it you just let the universe do its thing let whatever will be will be and live your life and you don't have to think about it anymore for the rest of the day if you don't want to if you want to dream about it all day long the more the better i'm sure but don't feel like you have to control it don't come out of that 68 seconds and then say okay well that means i've got to do x y and z a b and c And that's how I'm going to accomplish this vision that I have for myself. The point of the 17 second rule is to really think it and feel it and then let it go and let the universe do its work and you'll be amazed at what can happen for you. And I think even just logically, you can think about it like if you... This sounds so silly because I don't think I'm not a logical thinker. I'm way more of an intuitive feeler. So I don't have to think this way. But for any skeptics out there who are just like, that's so stupid. I'm not going to think about something for 17 seconds and it'll come true. It's allowing your brain to envision things that you maybe would never even let yourself think about, right? Because if you don't even let yourself go there and think about things that seem way too good to be true or way far off, if you can't even put yourself in your mind in that headspace and picture yourself for 17 seconds doing that, why would you ever be able to have it in real life? You know what I mean? So you're allowing your brain and training your brain to think about the possibilities that you want for your life, period. (laughs) Okay, Anyway, that's one thing that's been really helping my personal development and personal growth during quarantine, doing the 17 second rule, working on manifestation. I really want to make a vision board soon. Um, Yeah. Okay. So another thing that helps my anxiety and depression a lot that I've been working on is EFT tapping. And I do this other thing called TRE. And these might be like a little far fetched for some of you guys. And it might seem kind of silly, but I encourage you to look into it if you suffer from real anxiety and I'm not just talking about like oh you're a little nervous before you give a speech I'm talking about like you wake up every single morning with your heart pounding out of your chest and you like need to run to the bathroom and have diarrhea and like throw up even though you have nothing to do that day like that's how I wake up feeling every single morning and it's not fun but Some techniques that I've started using that have really helped me are called EFT tapping and TRE. And you guys should look into them because I I can't give a full explanation on this podcast, especially because it's more of a visual thing and something you have to do with your body. But tapping, I've talked about on the podcast before, and it's basically you take your fingers on one hand and you tap between your eyebrow point, your temple, under your eyeball, your chin actually, maybe not your chin, but you can, and then your collarbone. And then you just think about things that. Or not think about things, but you like say things out loud. So let's say I feel anxious. I would tap between my eyebrow point and say, I feel anxious. I wake up every morning anxious. I feel anxious, but I'm going to be okay. I'll be okay. And you keep tapping around and you keep saying those phrases out loud. And then you squeeze your wrist at the end and take a big deep breath and say peace. And you let out a big exhale and you continue to do that for maybe 15 minutes or so and I do this tapping, I've done it with my mom before and my like life coach guy that I work with. And it has helped me so freaking much. There's a lot of science behind tapping. It's not just some hippy-dippy guru kind of thing. But I really encourage you guys, if you struggle with anxiety, to give it a try. And then TRE is fairly new for me. It's called trauma release exercises is what it's called. But you basically lay on your back, put your knees up, so your feet flat on the floor and your knees up in the air, and kind of widen your knees a little bit. And at a certain point your legs will start to shake on their own and like tremor crazy tremors and shakes and it feels really weird and scary and out of control at first but what your body's actually doing is releasing anxiety and tension that it has held in its in your body and its body for so long like when i do TRE, i literally feel like i'm shaking out shit from like kindergarten you know what i mean um, it's, it sounds crazy, but what I've learned is that when I do EFT tapping and I tap on these pressure points around my face, that really helps me get rid of my mental anxiety because something that I've learned on my own is that I have two different kinds of anxiety. I hold anxiety in my head, which is where I'm overthinking. I'm, I constantly have a flow and a stream of thoughts in my mind that's like, you know what I mean? Like my mind is just constantly rolling and going crazy. And then Separately from that, I have my bodily anxiety where um, my heart is pounding out of my chest really fast, my stomach hurts, I feel like I'm going to throw up, I feel like I have to go to the bathroom, Um, I'm shaking, I'm sweating, all of those physical symptoms from anxiety. So... For me, I always thought, you know, deal with the mental stuff and you'll be fine, right? Because your brain is what controls your body, but it's actually not totally true. So even though I had worked with my life coach and my mom and done a lot of tapping and a lot of talk therapy and calmed my brain, that didn't mean that my body just like let all of the anxiety go that I've been holding in for all these years. And so when I first did TRE with my life coach, my shaking was so crazy and so scary. It almost felt like my body was having like a seizure, not that I've ever had a seizure, so I probably shouldn't say that, but it was like it was seizing, like it, it was controlling itself and just shaking uncontrollably. And it felt like I was in my body, but my body was doing its own thing. And it was a really weird feeling, but my life coach guy kind of explained it to me, like your body holds all of this tension when you're anxious and every single time and your body has a lot of memory. And so it remembers and holds all of that in. And you, we don't have ways as humans to let that out. Like talk therapy can only go so far, but your body still holds the memory and the tension from all those times you've been so stressed and so panicked and so anxious. And so that's where TRE comes into play. And I, I just encourage you guys to look it up. It's really fascinating. And I've found a lot of relief in it, honestly. I feel so good every single time I do a session. Um, Honestly, when I do it on my own, I don't feel as good as when I work with my life coach guy. (laughs) I don't know what to call him, but um, yeah, I really recommend it. That's that. Um, And then the last thing I kind of wanted to talk about is a video that my friend Kelsey sent me, and it was a TED Talk about anxiety and depression. And so it's this guy who said he'd been on medicine for anxiety and depression for like 17 years, and, you know, it worked for him, but it didn't work for him right it was a band-aid but it wasn't necessarily solving the problem and so he started doing a lot of research about anxiety and depression and came to find that there are so many more causes than just a, a mental chemical imbalance in your brain because when you take medicine the doctor is treating you for a chemical imbalance right and then when you go to maybe you pair that medicine with talk therapy you're you're treating the chemical imbalance and you're talking about all your problems but maybe you're not necessarily taking action or you're not figuring out where those problems lie and what you could do to change them because there's only so many times at least for me personally there are only so many times I can go to my life coach or therapist or whatever you want to call him and cry about something before we just need to be like okay snap out of it we get it I'm sad, I'm depressed, let's make a plan of action to see how we can bring you out of this. You know what I mean? And so what's really cool is this guy said that there are so many more things besides a chemical imbalance in your brain that can cause anxiety and depression, and it's funny because we I think of depression as like like clinical depression like you're just born that way you can't help it like that guy is just depressed and he you know he can't help it he can't control it and there's nothing we could do besides like send him to a doctor send him to a therapist. But what this guy on the TED Talk discovered was that there are so there are basic needs that humans need to have met. And some of those basic needs are food, <laughs> shelter and community. And if you don't have even those basic needs, you, your body will become depressed and you'll become anxious and you, you will be out of whack and out of balance chemically. And so, um, one thing he talked about was, um, having a diet, like literally not having a healthy diet and giving your body the food and nutrition it needs can actually make you depressed. And that's something that he has done research on and discovered, which I thought that kind of blew my mind. But then I realized, you know, when I eat crap food, I feel crap about myself and I feel like I have a shit body and a shit stomach and I always feel sick and I wake up throwing up or whatever it is like it's not fun to feel that way and honestly when I eat bad food it feels very similar to when I am depressed because or when I'm anxious because my stomach hurts and I'm shaking and I have to go to the bathroom or throw up like it's very similar symptoms so I can totally see how those two things are tied and then another thing that he said which I thought was so interesting is when you're depressed, you feel lonely, right? You feel lonely. And so people give you medicine. Maybe you go on drugs to not feel lonely anymore. And I'm not bashing medicine. I I've taken anxiety medicine for so long and I don't currently take it, but I've had to take it a lot. And I've been on and off of it for a really long time. And I, I do think it's helpful for me and and for so many people. And it's, it's just really depending on the situation. But he said, you know, if you feel lonely, immediately as a parent or as an adult you want to go to therapy and you want to get on drugs but what they found is that a lot of times the solution is to put people who are depressed into a group and give them a tribe because that's something that as a a basic human necessity even back when we were like cave people we needed a tribe we had a group of people that we were with in a community and that we were always surrounded by and worked together as a tribe to like hunt for food create shelter do all these basic human things that we did together but we are one of the first generations that can work from home that can work remotely that enjoy living alone that enjoy just working from our computers and not having human interaction but that's why we are one of the biggest generations that suffers from anxiety and depression because our basic human needs are not being met just purely from our lifestyle from the lifestyle that millennials and this day and age live in like We aren't meeting our basic human needs. And I thought that was mind blowing. And I realized, you know, I work for my mom part time. When I lived in New York, my basic morning routine was I'd wake up, eat a little food, meet with my mom on my computer, do my work from my computer. And then at like two o'clock, I would go pick up this little girl that I had nanny for, walk her dog, like make her food and whatever. But I was not interacting with anyone my own age all day long. I didn't have a tribe, I didn't have a community, and I didn't really get out of the house besides like hopping on the subway to go to this elementary school and then walking the dog around the block. Like that was it. And I, that kind of blew my mind and it has kind of made me question my life path a little bit because I always thought I wanted to work from home and be an entrepreneur. And that is still something I I envision for myself, but I realized I might need a tribe and a community and a, a work group of people way more than I ever realized before. So anyway, I hope you guys found that a little bit fascinating because I really did. And so I'm going to work on that from now on. Like when you're feeling depressed and anxious, it's so easy to want to be a hermit in your house and not see anyone because you're depressed and you think that the cure is to be alone, you know, leave me alone and I'll be okay. But in actuality, try meeting your basic human needs and seeing how that helps you because I think it could go a really long way. Anyways, I hope you guys found this episode helpful. I know it was a little bit all over the place, but I've been so into personal growth and development lately. Um, But I want to hear from you guys. What have you been doing to stay okay mentally during this quarantine i know it's been a little bit difficult but i am here with you and for you and if anyone would like to come on the podcast and talk about something that you are passionate about send me a dm at saturday night underscore live i forget what my instagram is saturday night underscore live i think (laughs) and um i'll be sure to get back to you thank you guys for listening and i will talk to you next week bye